Hi, welcome to New Spiritual York. Hello. Hi, my name is Yuremi. And I'm Michelle. And we're really excited to have you uh, join us today. This is a special episode. We have our second uh, coronavirus update episode. Yep. And we have all been experiencing so much in the past uh, few weeks. Jen definitely had, it's been an emotional and um, energetically really uh, potent time. Mm -hmm. Um, So we wanted to bring um, a very special guest today, um, Dr. Song Park. Um, And Dr. Song Park is a holistic medicine practitioner, a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine. Um, She's an She's a herbal medicine doctor and also an acupuncturist and Reiki master and just a dear friend of Michelle and I. So we're super excited to have her on today. Yay. Thanks, Song, for finally getting on the show. Ow. Thanks for having me, guys. (laughs) Ladies. (laughs) Awesome. It's so great to have you, Song. Um, I know that we're going to have... such a great conversation with you today and, and everybody mm-hmm. will get so much from this. Um, but I think from, from Michelle and I's perspective, when we talked about um, having this conversation with you, mm-hmm. I think what really struck us um, is just the, the energy of right now and how people are experiencing um, this COVID-19 coronavirus quarantine time, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, um, as we're recording this, New York City is in a state of emergency, um, and so are many other cities in, in, in the United States, um, mm-hmm. with New York now being the epicenter of, yeah. of all of this. Um, and just given context um, as to when we're at what time we're recording and, and what's happening right now. Um, but the most important for us is truly navigating this time in a way that is productive, that is um not riddled in fear, but taking this time and transforming it into something that we can really improve ourselves upon and and even just explore what's happening within us in times of uncertainty and in times of of struggle. And these are definitely times that we're struggling. So many people are in kind of the unknown, right? We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The the news keeps changing. So um, I think our first question, and I'll I'll lead it off, um, and Michelle and I have so many, so many more, but I think, um, Song, you are an acupuncturist and a clinical doctor, um, and you see patients in this setting. Um, From your perspective, you know, how are you seeing this time right now? How are you seeing your patients? And what do you think um, is, is what you're coming across, what's coming across most, uh, to you Mm -hmm. as someone who sees, um, people on a day-to-day basis? Well, I, I think I've seen, um, the extremes on both ends in terms of how people are reacting to what's going on, uh, with COVID. And I've had patients who just completely shut down and they don't want to hear about it. They're not reading the news. Um, they're pretty much blocking out all kinds of media just so that they can uh, feel a little bit removed, I guess. And then there are people who are completely in freak-out mode and um, just trying to figure out. I, ha- For instance, I have one patient who's allergic to chemicals. Like She's highly sensitive to chemicals, mm-hmm. but she's taking... She's taken 99% proof out rubbing alcohol and just like trying to like squeaky clean everything in her apartment. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it made her allergy reaction so much worse. And, uh, you know, so I, I was trying to talk to her and um, it wasn't even during a session, a treatment session, um, because I, I talked to a lot of my patients outside of the treatment room and I've been doing that more and more frequently now with what's going on with COVID. And um, basically, I thought I may have to actually see her because of her like her allergic responses. But mm-hmm. I tried to basically calm her down. You know, I told her to just, you know, try to be calm and not, you know, go around trying to clean everything because she's going to end up poisoning herself, you know? So this is the type of extremes that I've seen um, in terms of uh, responses from people that I'm, that I've been in 
contact with that I've been treating. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not easy, really. It's a tough time. Mm-hmm. How have you been dealing with it? Like, how do you personally feel? Well, um, I think there's a lot more going on in the out in the universe than um, just our personal responses to the uh, COVID uh, or the coronavirus. And uh, I'm trying to maintain some... I'm trying to stay in in, uh, some observational mode in a state of mind for myself because uh, for me it's important to take in as much as I can so that I can be uh, better informed. That's just how I am um, as a person and it translates into my practice as well. And so, uh, you know, I've been meditating more daily. I Mm -hmm. also... Uh, I do some, I have some like personal chants that, not personal, but I do some chanting mm-hmm. um, and I try to be there for people. And I think for me, the most important thing is to try and be present, um, clear-minded and to be calm and not, not react to a situation, any situation. But, you know, I'm human like everyone else. So, you know, I have my good days and bad days. So, mm-hmm. you know, on a bad day, I may have an argument with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that's I've been, know. yeah, doing with it. Got it. Gotcha. Um, and in terms of, I, so, you know, I you often see people that come in um, for stress. <laughs> and I assume uh, as an acupuncturist, this is probably the, the one of the most stressful times for for folks in mm-hmm. in New York City, right? Particularly. So, when you're seeing folks for stress, I mean, how does does this differ from like day to day life in New York City? Michelle and I are always talking about how just living in the city generally is hectic enough and stressful enough. Um, do you feel like this time calls for like more, more treatment? Does it call to, to, for more kind of, um, looking into alternative kind of modes of like medicine, like herbal medicine and things like that? Like, how do you feel this stress can be handled as a, as a Mm -hmm. whole at this point? Uh, this stress management, you know, even outside of the this virus, this pandemic that we're going through, uh, living in New York City, it's always it's not about hey, wh- when can I live a life that's stress free? It's always about managing a level of stress that you can mm-hmm. uh, tolerate, right? So, um, if you are a person either born here or you've lived here all your life or you've chosen chosen to move here and you love living here, then that is a reality that we all have to accept because um, New York City is just very crowded, uh, full of people, full of action. Somebody's always doing something. People are always out trying to do the next, what the, what the next thing is, you know? And so... Um, I, I would say that trying to manage your stress with the coronavirus is no different. And I'm going to stress this. It's no different than if you were trying to manage your regular day-to-day life. If you tr- tr- uh, choose to make it more than that, that's where in lies the problem is because you can't, none of us have any control over whether we, you know, we can go outside, uh, whether we're going to be able to, you know, hold on to our job or work, you know, from an office versus home, whether our family members are going to be okay or not. This is all, all completely out of our, our hands, you know, and how is that any different in terms of what we do outside of the coronavirus? It's hmm. not. It's not. And when you think about it, it's not. Okay. It's just that now somebody said to you, hey, you know, if you don't stay home, you may unknowingly spread some uh, deadly disease that that you're going to kill off, you know, who knows, spread it and kill off hundreds and thousands of more people, you know. And so 
all that does is add more fear. But um, as much as we want to think about our lives, that we have so much control our, of our, our regular lives, our normal lives, outside of just, you know, having to tackle living at home with, you know, trying to avoid a virus or spreading the virus, um, it's not that different. You know, so I think it's, and I say that not to diminish the seriousness of the virus and what it can do. I'm saying that because if you think about this as just another obstacle or a challenge in our life that we must now, that we must now um, take head on, you know, we must tackle it. We ha we can't hide from it, you know. So what are we gonna do? We're just gonna be in like big mass panic and do what exactly? What are you going to do at that point? You know, you'll lose sleep. You won't eat. You know, what? cry a lot, yell. None of those things actually help you to get into a better state of mind, you know? And so even outside of the coronavirus, we would be doing that those things anyway, you know, trying to use those tools to stay calm, um, you know, to manage our stress and our anxiety. And so my message to people is that, um, you know, just keep whatever you've been doing, do it, keep doing it. Whatever you've been doing as your regular practice to stay calm, to uh, reduce the stress, keep doing it. You may have to do it from home, okay, like breathing exercises, yoga, and and what have you, but you can still do those things and maintain it as a routine. Um, and in terms of herbal medicines, um, whatever, I was just listening to myself, a podcast this morning, and it was, you know, talking about how, um, you know, there in, in Asia, they have used uh, herbal medicine to treat the symptoms that arise, not the coronavirus itself, but the symptoms that arise, like shortness of breath or pneumonia, whatever, um, to uh, effectively treat them with herbal medicine. So those things are available to people. Um, but outside of that, um, you know, if you have, if you take, if you've been taking immune boosters, you want to add immune boosters. Um, if you want to just even have a glass of orange juice every day, um, go ahead. It's not going to hurt you. It can only help you. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's an excellent point. I think, um, I think keeping, I think we're, we're, we all have actual practices to manage our stress, right? Whether we want to call it a practice or not. Some of us, you know, go on a walk, some of us work out, mm -hmm. um, you know, we do different things. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about personally? I'm, I'm experiencing this, which is I'm like tuning into the collective angst. And for some reason, <clears throat> I just have anxiety for absolutely no reason. Like I'm just, I'm fine. I'm home. Um, and then I get really, really anxious and I don't mm -hmm. know where it's coming from. Um, how do you feel something about like the whole collective energy and Michelle, I don't know if you've experienced this too, but it's yeah. just like, um, yeah, I'm still doing the things that I generally do, but for some reason I cannot, you know, um, I can't completely separate myself from the broader kind of mm -hmm. hysteria. Um, and I'm trying. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It is tough. It is, it is tough. And, um, you know, uh, we all, we're all like, uh, we have, um, an inner compass. Like we all kind of, um, gravitate towards each other and we all are attuned to the earth energy and um, this is a, a global, uh, worldwide mass experience that we are all going through. So there's no way that we're not going to tap into that anxiety, that anxious energy, that nervous energy, you know, and some people, you may also tap into fear, you know, all sorts of things. But just realize that if you uh, have an awareness of that, if you come to an awareness of that in yourself, then you acknowledge that for what it is. And mm -hmm. you can um, write yourself a personal chant 
that you can do when that happens and uh, take some deep breaths and do your personal chants and bring yourself back into a more peaceful, calm state and uh, tell yourself, you know, that uh, you are going to move through this along with everyone else in the rest of the world, because we will, you know, from an energetic perspective, um, you know, we can, there's a lot of different emotions have an energy signature. It carries a vibration. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and those of us who are tuning into this podcast and who are um, inclined to uh, seek out Informations regarding energy and spirituality. Uh, know this already. I'm sure everyone's familiar with uh, the tests that were done with water, where this uh, uh, this doctor, he, the scientist, you know, he used the vibration of love versus hate, and it showed that there's a difference, right, in how water reacts, even how plants react. So. We know that emotions have uh, a vibrational frequency that is distinctly their own. And what we are trying to hold on to is, are the positive ones, because those are the frequencies that will help us to really get through this in a better way. And so mm-hmm. if you're feeling uh, anxious, if you're feeling stressed, uh, think of, you can go, you can, you know, it doesn't have to be a deep meditation, you can just shut your eyes and think about uh, happy thoughts, you know, try and recall those memories that bring you joy in your heart mm-hmm. um, to help you remember the ones you love and and why these things are important. And it's important for us to stay in that vibration because you can get stuck in the vibration of fear, you can get stuck mm-hmm. in the vibration of anxiety or stress. Or you can help to build what is ultimately is going to be the outcome of this. It, we're, we're, this is happening right now on a global scale because we as the human race, we're trying to raise our vibration as, as the human race. Not individually, okay, globally. So this is to raise the collective compassion that we have for each other and for ourselves. And so it's important to remember that when you get into those places, you allow don't don't try to run away from it because that's probably going to not do any it won't be very effective. But just acknowledge that it's there, right? And then mm-hmm. work from that point on to try and br- bring yourself to a happier place, to remember and to feel um good energy. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I need to meditate on like the earth and, you know, (laughs) trying to transform the entire earth into this love energy. No, what's going to be the most? (laughs) No, I'm serious because, you know, there are people out there who do that. You know, they're like they're thinking like, you know, I'm going to tap into like I'm going to put my yeah hand for like raise my hand forward. I mean, up, up into the air and, or like put my hands, you know, like by my temple and I'm just going to like not eat any, any animal meat and, uh, fast and, um, pray and just, you know, everything in the universe is just going to be transformed. Right. But that's fine, you know, but that doesn't connect you heart to heart. Okay. Of what is important about this a higher vibration, which is love, okay? Love, authentic, genuine love that comes from the very part of you, okay, that very part of your soul that is um, able to connect to each other in this kind of automatic way, okay? And so to in order to generate that, you have to think about really, truly happy and loving thoughts that you personally connect with. And to send mm-hmm. out energies to those people, friends and family, and anyone else, you know, that are your loved ones, you know. And from that point on, you can feel the happiness, you can feel the loving energy, and you can, you know, carry that vibration and really meditate on um, 
connecting to that collective past compassion that we're trying to have for this world and to raise our vibration. So would that be like, maybe like praying for, for your friends and your family? Like, is that kind of like, should that suffice or whatever, however somebody would try and raise their vibration and make them feel better. Just thinking positive thoughts about your family, like at least for the most part, it will put you in a good state of mind. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So this, this, uh, patient of mine that I was saying, like she was, uh, poisoning herself by overcleaning. Mm-hmm. She is a devout Catholic and so Roman Catholic. So I I asked her calmly, you know, like please, you know, like, you know, pray, pray. And so anything that uh is important to you faith-wise or just it doesn't even have to be faith-wise. It just has to be something that you can connect to that you feel genuinely connected to spiritually. So you can chant. That's what I've been doing. Um, you can pray, you can meditate, um, you can even sing and dance, you know? Whatever. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. That. <laughs> you can, you what, can get a What are good chants? Well, um, I've been doing uh, the Green Tara chant, and uh, my family, my mom's side of the family, they're um, of the Buddhist tradition. Um, my dad's side of the family, they're Christians, some yes. Catholics, some um, not non-Catholic Christians, but um, I, I grew up basically with both uh, religions, being exposed to both religions. But um, I was lucky enough that my parents didn't make me choose. They just kind of took me to church and temple and said, when you grow up, you can decide to be whatever you want, you know. And so um, I just kind of embrace what I feel really connected to. And in this moment and time, that is uh, what I'm connecting to. So that is what I'm practicing. But yeah, really like, um, it doesn't, there's no rules, you know, it's about lifting your heart and bringing that joy into the world and, uh, making yourself, uh, happy and bringing other people into the fold of your happiness. Um, I've been listening to, I've been talking to, you know, I, various patients tell me different things and, you know, they're on their on um, FaceTime with their friends and their friends are making jokes. And, you know, I had this one patient tell me like she was on FaceTime with her friend and he's uh, like a psychotherapist, I guess. But he so he sees I guess he talks to his clients from his home, but because he's relegated, he's like pretty much stuck to his home. He's like ordering everything under the sun from like his behind his computer. <laughs> Online shopping. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad like, right now. Yeah, he's like, oh, and I got to get this bow and I'm going to make this juice. So I have to get this juice maker. And, oh, I forgot, I, I need a blender for, you know, and so she's like cracking up because she she's like watching his, his madness, you know, like over FaceTime. <laughs> but... But it, what, what kind of struck me about that whole conversation with me, uh, with her, was that this is a woman, she also comes to see me for anxiety and is super hypersensitive and, it, like, anxiety-ridden. And she's over here, she's telling me this story, giggling to herself and telling me that, you know, it's so nice to be able to, uh, it was just a nice reprieve, you know, for her to, like, her, uh, to make fun and, and laugh laugh at her friend. And it distracted her from what was really like, you know, a stressful situation, what's going out in the world. So I'm giving that as an example yeah. to say, like, it doesn't have to be something like monumental, you know, just treasure those moments where you can yeah. actually like be happy and laugh and have joy in your heart and try to just hold on to that a little, a little bit longer mm-hmm. during the day, you know? past that moment. Yeah. I think that has been the silver lining of all of this. And because quarantine is driving me nuts, kind of like everybody else. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the silver lining has been sending Michelle funny videos. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and getting, getting on video calls with, you know, folks that I actually haven't spoken to in a long time. You know, like mm-hmm. today I reached out to my old boss and I, it felt really nice. Um, to have that conversation and also to know that, hey, like we're all in this together. Like it doesn't yeah. matter 
at what point in time we did speak or now we're not speaking as as much as we used to. Um, I'm definitely finding that uh, a really positive energy that I'm that I'm finding in this whole situation is just connecting with people and the solidarity too that like we've found particularly like Michelle and I have been on like these group calls with all these ladies the yes. mademoiselles is what we call <laughs> is oh, what we call ourselves females. yeah strong females and really just being super supportive um and that has been just so beautiful and and it warms my heart um mm-hmm. And, it, and it's really been kind of the thing that I that I look forward to mm-hmm. um, in the day. So yeah, okay. I, I'm, and, I'm and don't forget, don't forget the online shopping. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's so many sales right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Michelle, tell us about the sales because I know oh you're gosh, about that there life. There are some extra 70, 80% off, and I'm like, fuck. But like, but then I'm like, I get back to it. I'm like, okay, well, I probably am not going to wear anything outside for like the next, I don't know, how many months. So I don't necessarily need to buy this. So that's yeah. been helping too. But I yeah, mean, if the so. sale is so good, like if you know you won't be able to find it and you can afford it, I say do it. Because then that also, you know, makes you think of happier times too. Yeah. And you can also, you know, find some good, you can like uh, rewind, uh, you know, through your whatever video subscription that you may have um, online TV and check out any um, movies or videos or, you know, binge on Netflix. I, I recently, do you guys, um, I don't, I, you probably haven't watched it, but uh, how to train a dragon. Is that no way? Yes, I have. I actually watched that. That's a cartoon, right? No, it's like um, oh, okay. like an anim. It's like a claymation. Like the- it is kind of like cartoonish. Yeah, I saw the second yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, it's yeah. cute. Yeah. It's really yes. cute. And I, I love toothless. Is like the most cutest. I just want to like. I wish I could have oh, a pet dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we all. No, we all. Ride off into the sunset. Right. And like, I'm like, oh, I watched the latest one that came out in the year 2019, but then. It made me want to watch the other uh, two, uh, like two sequels, like you know the first and the second one, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, he's so cute! I just want to eat him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. So Aww. I mean that that has me on like that had me on a ha- in a happy mood for like uh, a couple of days now. I'm like, I'm just gonna <laughs> watch those. Days. Yeah, <laughs> I love That's that. Hilarious. I have also been Netflix binging. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You know, so this is all to, to help us just be in the moment and to enjoy. Look, I, um, I, I have another patient who, um, has no, like everybody's in fear of losing their jobs. They're, you know, they're afraid they're gonna not have any income and this is all very real, you know, but I had somebody who works in online, um, sales, like basically it's everything she does is online. So, um, she was worrying about her job and I'm like, what? You get to work remotely from home. You get an hour back every day and, uh, you don't have anything to fear. Like in terms of job loss, this is, you're in the sweet spot, girl. You need to just enjoy the moment. <laughs> you know, it's so- crazy. It is. So it's really a really good time for a lot of us, even though it is a horrible time in terms of like the mm-hmm. collective a lot of us are healthy. We're home. We are getting an hour back from our commute and we're not realizing it, which is interesting. I, I find myself, I found myself there yesterday where I was like complaining about all this stuff. And I was like, but you know what? It's not really that bad. Like I can still work remotely and there's Mm -hmm. people who cannot. Um, so I think it's finding being grateful for all that stuff too. But it's like super important. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. the other thing that's going to come out of this is that we all had to kind of unplug uh, to some extent, not online, mm-hmm. of course, but having to stay home and, um, you know, almost like it's built in now, right? You have to like be with your family. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you, if you're like husband and wife or whatever, um, and you have to, you have all this. And for those people 
you know, who, like you said, you were, I mean, like being in contact with people you haven't spoken to in like months or years, you know, gives you all this extra time to be able to do that. And just to, you know, you don't, you want to be six feet apart. I just want to make, put that out there, but you can definitely Mm -hmm. go for a stroll, you know, like, and, and taking the fresh air and, you know, taking the moment, you know, and reassess your life, have some time for reflection. So this is, you know, the other thing that we're going to get out of this, you know, we have, we're going to get, we're going to have our individual personal um, takeaways from this coronavirus. And, you know, for, for all of us, we won't know that until it's really, truly over um, Mm -hmm. whenever that happens. But for us as a collective, we're also going to, we also have the opportunity to take a little bit of downtime and do those things that we always say that we can, we don't have time to do, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I, I think that I really appreciate um, the conversation around keeping up those, pra- like the practices of like, for spiritual practices, the practices of, of like stress relief that you generally do. Um, because like, once we're moving into this, like, um, this area of getting out of it and having those reflections, I don't want to look back and say that I didn't do something that I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's also something that's been like, um, really on my mind, like using this time for reflection. Um, I agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't time right now. Like, let's not waste it. Um, we're getting a chance to all the time that we've complained. Like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. No, you've got enough time now. And it's like, if you really wanted to do something, now's the time. Unless like you actually don't have the means to do it. But if you can put a plan together, a business plan together or anything, like you have a brain and hopefully you have, you know, the means of paper and a pen to get stuff going and flowing in the right direction. Or at least architect it. And that's one thing that I, you know, I I keep having a lot of anxiety right now because I think we're in the in the in the beginning stages of all of this. Um, but I'm working through it, you know, like we got on a call as a group, um, earlier this week and we did some meditation and we did Reiki and it was beautiful. And I just want to make sure that I'm personally dealing with the stress that's coming from this in a productive way. I can't tell you that I'm there just yet. Cause I'm still having my moments of like anxiety and a lot of heart stuff is coming up. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I want to get there cause I want to get to this point where I can look back and reflect and, and also just think about not only the things that I wanted to do that I got done, at least one or two of those things, but also the things I, I realized I didn't want to do anymore, which I think is even more important. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like pressure to produce, 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 produce. And I was on, on talking to a friend yesterday and she's like, Oh my God, I feel so unproductive. All these people are online doing all these like art projects and all this stuff. And I haven't done anything. And I was like, well, what did you do today? Oh, I cleaned out like the basement and I did this and I did that. I'm like, (laughs) you're extremely productive. Uh, Uh I don't want but here's the deal. It's like, there's so much push, 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 go, go, go in this society. Like, I also have to learn this lesson. Like, what do I have to let go? What can I no longer do? Mm-hmm. Um, because I can't, you know, pack my life with more, more and more things, you know? Mm-hmm. Also comparing yourself too. I mean, you create, this person created a, a safe and clean home. Like that is in itself, like that's, pretty awesome and then from there like you can't really compare like oh the other I mean on social media you see everybody oh people are working out at home and they're doing this and they're doing that it's like that's good but you have to work on your own timeline too you have to do what's right for you as well true that yeah um and speaking of kind of getting out of this song um I've been really following the whole astrological significance of this time Tell us yeah. more. <laughs> so we are having a very interesting timeline in terms of astrology because at this point in time, we're having a lot, very long um, periods of time um, within astrology that are now moving away. So I believe now Aquarius is joining Saturn, which um, essentially is bringing on a new 200-year cycle. 
or something along those lines. Um, and I'm yes. not, I'm not the astrology expert. I think song is probably a bit more on top of it than I am, but I I'm noticing that there's a lot of cycles that are ending 200 year cycles, 300 year cycles. And then like the almighty huge cycle, which is like the age of Aquarius, right. Which is like a 2000 year cycle, um, in astrology. Um, but all of these things are culminating right around the time when all of these different energies are kind of shifting. Um, and I know that there's a lot of significance about, um, Aquarius coming in at this time, um, and shifting things up. So song, how do you see this time astrologically? And what do you think are like the energetic, um, influences that, that are taking shape right now in, in, in like in the, in the collective? I think that, uh, that is probably the most important, um, right now and like today, right. Um, uh, Aquarius, Saturn going into Aquarius it's going to, and yes, it's true. A lot of uh, these uh, planets that have been in one position, they're shifting um, <clears throat> to a different sign. And so this is why also this is a significant year of change, uh, transition. It's a transitional year. And uh, with Saturn going into Aquarius, it's going to definitely um, put a different perspective out. Aquarius is like this you know, out there energy, right? Like it's Aquarius is all about like uh, how to do things um, in an innovative way and in a different way and just uh, trying to elevate all of us. And so Saturn is what we call the great teacher. And um, whenever Saturn goes into a particular sign, it, it wants to kind of clean house and put infrastructure you know, um, and get you like, it's, you know, she's going to use a whip and she's just going to like put everything back like, um, put things into shape. So I think with this, uh, uh, age of entering the age of Aquarius, Saturn moving into Aquarius is a very significant time, you know, to set the foundations, uh, in for how things will look long-term wise, whether it's like, a hundred years, 200 years or 2000 years. So, um, but you know, this whole year is filled with lots of, um, different transitions, uh, astrologically speaking. So, you know, it's something to just stay tuned into. Um, and, um, just for, because we're doing this, uh, podcast on, um, March 23rd, the 24th is, uh, new moon in Aries. And that's also, supposed to be pretty, um, explosive. So <laughs> watch out tomorrow, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's like moon and Aries, moon and Aries, new moon and Aries. So, um, for, from a global perspective, vibrationally, um, so this was actually something that I'm going to share with you guys that came down to me from another friend um, so it's not my, like, it's not knowledge that I procured, but basically, uh, an Indian astrologer has, um, said that vibrationally it will, and, and I'm going to say this, but I do not gonna, I don't want anyone to freak out. Okay. This is not to get freaked out about, but, uh, vibrationally speaking, it's very similar to nine 11. Okay. Tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I also, um, yeah, so I've also come across that information with astrologers that I follow, um, that the vibrations are, are very, like, climactic. Um, so I, I wouldn't even be surprised if, like, we hear there's, like, a higher surge of people who, you know, come down with, with the virus or something along mm -hmm. those lines. But ultimately, um, I think that the information that this is a big year, you know, like yeah. this is a big year and mm -hmm. it's cleaning house, um, in more yeah. ways than one. Um, and I, and I see that astrologically, I see it with like the collective and just like everything that's happening. But, um, I love when you said that this Saturn essentially puts structure around whatever, um, whatever planet whatever it moves into. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is why, this is why, but 2020, 
I mean, let's look at from a numerological perspective. 2020 is 2020. Two is a foundational number, and it's a lower octave of four. But we have 2020. Two following zero, following two, following zero again. So it's trying to, and zero is a, for us, zero is a, a number for, it's a very karmic number. So it's either an ending or a beginning, okay? It can be both. And mm -hmm. so it could be, it, so it, it's like, um, it could be nothing and everything all at once. And so the fact that two is zero, two zero is following each other there's definitely like uh, waves. We're gonna get waves of things happening in our our lives that's just gonna um, help us help not us individual just individually, but globally help us transcend, you know, to another place mm. to elevate our vibration. And so it's up to us, you know, as individuals whether or not we're going to um, embrace that. How we're going to embrace that? We can. Um, get lost in the fear and the anxiety and the stress. And I mean, get lost in it. Very specifically, I say the word lost because we will all find ourselves at any, you know, at times being angry, being stressed, being scared, being afraid. This is not, this is part of the normal, you know, uh, paradigm of like human emotions. You know, if you mm -hmm. think that, if you think that you're going to sit there and just be happy and joyous, and, you know, happy all the time, then, then you're not being real, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, know that you're going to, you know, become stressed, know that you're going to experience fear and have anxiety, but you, you can choose to move out of that, learn to bring yourself out of that when you have moments of that and to, to choose to then choose to be in the joy, to be in the love and to connect to that collective compassion that we're all trying to uh, to have so that we can be part of, you know, having our, our vibrations globally uh, raised, elevated. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was kind of interesting that you said that it, we might experience waves because of the 2020. So do you think that possibly like this is kind of like the first half of that wave? And then maybe later on in the year, it'd be the second half, depending on like, maybe it's something that's related to this. Um, and then how we all progress and move forward out of this. Like, this is definitely going to change everybody's lives moving forward, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you're right. It would be too, it will, you can see it in two parts. Like the first half of the year is like uh, having to really like the the onset of the virus and all of the different um, changes that it makes in our lives. And then the second half, you can look at it as um, things just kind of the dust settling, right? So what's left and how we put it all back together. But, you know, not to say that the coronavirus is all of them is all of a sudden go away in the second half. That may not be the case, but, you know, things will definitely be in a different place, both for our lives individually and also with, uh, with covid yeah, I think that's interesting, mm -hmm. the, the energetics of the numbers. There's also um, an astrological um, impact there. So we are talking about Aquarius coming into, or Saturn, Saturn going into Aquarius right now. Uh, later on in the year, Saturn actually retrogrades and go back, goes back to Capricorn, and then it goes back to Aquarius. So, like, you're not only seeing what it does that in mean? the... It's the same as the numbers, two, like <laughs> two zero two zero. Oh. You're also seeing it in the in essentially the um, astrological influences, mm -hmm. which are going to go into Aquarius, then go back to where they were, then go back to Aquarius again at the end of the year, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, because it's, it yeah, it's happening in cycles, you know, yeah. like in in waves and cycles. But this is, you know, like uh, this is how how life is on Earth. You know, it's never a straight line. And um, we need to just pay attention and um, try to uh, not stay aware of what's mm -hmm. going around us so that we can make the most uh, the best informed decision for ourselves and our and our lives. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and then so song, you know, being. Um, kind of seeing patients now, right? Are you seeing patients um, virtually? 
I, I am doing uh, telemedicine, and those are for people who are experiencing uh, symptoms related to whatever they think it is, everything from the flu to the coronavirus. So, you know, people have fever or shortness of breath, coughing, that sort of thing. Um, and I, I'm seeing very limited uh, uh, number of patients who really, they, if they went for more than two weeks without treatment, they'd be in some serious, like, I don't want them to end up in the emergency room. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so I have those like uh, special cases. And at some point, um, if it goes beyond uh, two, three weeks, I will probably start making some home visits to like my patients who are pregnant, you know, things like that. Uh, I'm trying to, I know that, you know, you know, like it's important for me to for me to take care of my patients, the people who who I've been caring for. I don't want them falling apart physically, you know, through all this uh, what's going on in the moment. So, yeah. Gotcha. And then so I, I am selfishly um, saying this, but I generally go and get acupuncture like every week. <laughs> What can I do at home? Because that's one of my practices that I that is not mm -hmm. available to me um, anymore, right? So what, um, for the time being, what can someone do kind of from home to tap into kind of the, the knowledge of, of acupuncture or even herbal medicine and things they can do at home to kind of help them in this time, um, whether that be... Um, from a immune person, like immunity uh, perspective, like helping your immune system or also just managing the stress. Are there any kind of tips that you can give uh -huh. us that maybe three that we can yes. kind of take advantage of at home? Good I think, um, well, there's acupressure and um, there's a, a point that is in, so an acupuncture point that's, um, like on your on your on the top of your your palm uh, hand uh, along the line of your index finger, and uh, not on your index finger, but on your hand, and uh, between the space between your thumb and your index finger, that there's like a you you can see like a triangle, and if you put your thumb right in the middle of that triangle, you can. Um, uh, sort of massage that point circularly. Um, you can do a set of three or four, uh, like with 10 rotations each time in the morning. Um, you can also do the, you can do a point that's on the, um, behind the ears on the nape of your neck on both right and left side. You see like your, the bone that protrudes out right underneath it. You'll have, you'll feel some people, a lot of people probably have this point already sensitive. So you can put your, yeah, you can hold your. I'm always sensitive good. when yeah. you do that point. Yeah. Wow. So you can hold your, you can uh, put your, you can cup your, 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 your skull, right? With your thumb on that, on the base of your, uh, uh, of, of your neck behind your ear and like cup your, uh, your head on both the left and right side, and you can just massage uh, that with your thumb. Just rotate it, and you can also do 10, 10 rotations, <laughs> yeah, three to four sets. And then there's one on the temple. Like, everybody does this when they're feeling stressed, right? They put their <laughs> thing. You can massage it. That's an actual acupuncture point, you know? So that helps, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can do in terms of like uh, acupressure, massage, you can, if you have, uh, if you live with um, your mom, your dad, your parents, your grandmother, you know, if you have your daughter, your sister, whoever it is that you live with, you can do this on each other. You know, you can do breathing exercises together. I will emphasize not just for your Amy, but for the entire uh, podcast <laughs> listeners. Okay. Learn to breathe. Okay, breathing is not just inhale, exhale. When you breathe properly, you, you should be breathing in as much air slowly and gently as possible, and you breathe all the way in, down your throat, to your heart, into your diaphragm, into your, past your umbilical cord, 
into your lower abdomen and you hold it there for three seconds. And then you exhale gently again, <laughs> gently exhale. Okay. That feels good. And that is the right way to breathe. And when you breathe, you have to make sure you're ballooning out like you're taking air in when you're inhaling. And when you're exhaling, like if you're, you know, you're uh, expelling the air out of a balloon, you have to exhale. And this is the, the actual motion of breathing. So, mm. you know, if you can do that with your shoulders relaxed, it's really good for you. So that's tip number two. And as far as like, uh, is there any herbal things that you can do? Sure. Take your anti-inflammatories, take your um, antibacterials. If you do oregano drops, go for it. Um, you can gargle salt a little bit of, now when I say gargle salt water, I don't mean like you need to put two tablespoons of salt. You take a pinch <laughs> of salt, salt, water, uh, salt into some water along with uh -huh. um, whatever your antibacterial is. You can use oregano oil, you can use tea tree oil, just a drop. And you can gargle mm -hmm. that each morning. That will help to clean out any sort of uh, bacteria around, um, bacterial or viral things around your in your throat and your nasal area. Um, you can do mm -hmm. the this uh, the neti pots. It's very good to clean out your uh, nasal passages. This is a very important area of your body that you need to keep clean because the coronavirus first enters there. Okay. So if you can keep that area clean, then you're doing a lot for yourself to help boost your immune system and to keep things at bay mm. in your body. So there, there's your, I don't know, maybe I gave you maybe three or four things, but. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Song. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Yeah, I often struggle with breathing properly, and I never knew that I didn't breathe properly, but. <laughs> I don't. And I'm, I'm so conscious of it now that I'm just not breathing deeply. And it's really does change the game when I start like breathing I'm, deeply again. I feel like I'm the complete opposite. My boyfriend's always telling me, oh, you're always sighing. I'm like, well, yeah, you're a lot to deal <laughs> well, with. So well, I'm like, <laughs> Michelle, sighing is different. Sighing is something else. Okay. What, uh, what is it? Well, yeah, it's, it's, Sighing is definitely, it's sighing, sighing is stress. Well, it's a sign of stress, but um, you also, the sighing is definitely not breathing enough. I mean, like, in the context of what we're talking about, you're, you're also not breathing correctly. Okay. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> we, we, both, we both ain't shit in the breathing part, right? <laughs> but, but you can get better. I mean, like, uh, you know, if, I think that, because um, I don't want to um, overextend our, uh, our session here, we can talk about sighing in a different podcast, but just know that it is definitely not a sign that you're breathing, and it is a sign of <laughs> some anxiety and stress. <laughs> well, oh, and on a last note, I am also um, doing distance Reiki. Like I did one for uh, us the other day, um, but I I'm also available to do individual sessions. Could we quickly just touch base on that just to give the the listeners just like a preview or a little of what we what we did yesterday sure quickly sure so, um yesterday we all had a call um with one additional person uh just lane and uh song had led this meditation for us where we were all visualizing one person at a time um and sending loving energy to that person this was the first time I've ever done Reiki virtually, and I felt it was crazy to what I was feeling. Like, I was a little skeptical at first, but I was like, no, I'm going to be open. I'm going to be open. But it was crazy. So, okay, that was, like, my prelogue to what you are going to say. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, I mean, Reiki, I just want to say I'm a Reiki master now, but I was just as skeptical, if not more skeptical, when, uh, when I happen to stumble upon Reiki. So I am a believer because it was proved to me that Reiki is actually doing something, mm -hmm. healing, you know? And so I'm offering it out into the world. Um, it, I think it's important. I've, had, I've gotten requests from friends just to, 
hey, if you're doing Reiki, don't forget me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Put my name in there. Think about me. So, um, yeah, I, I will be doing in the coming weeks, I will be doing a lot of that. I've done that in the past where I've sent uh, out distance Reiki energies and mass to like different people. Um, and I could do that as well. But in addition to that, uh, I do offer individual distance Reiki sessions for anyone who may be interested. Love it. I think, um, you know, what we should do, Michelle, we should send some Reiki energy to our listeners. Um, cause I feel that would be beautiful and everybody needs it. But song, if we are interested in, uh, your services or finding you kind of let us know, how can we find you? Um, you know, what services you provide and kind of a link or, or email address and, um, your Instagram handle. Um, so I, my Instagram handle is pound healers way NYC and I can be reached at song at healersway.org. And my website is healersway.org. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you have listeners that contact you, but, um, you know, feel free to hand out my, uh, number. Um, they can contact me directly if they prefer like phone conversations or texting. Beautiful. Um, Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that um, we're definitely going to have you on again because you are just amazing and we love you. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. And, and you, um, wait, I want to say that you, you two are amazing and it's wonderful to be in conversation with uh, two wonderful ladies. And it's just uh, a real joy to just, you know, I, I know it's a podcast, but it just feels more like, you know, having a conversation over some coffee without the coffee, you know, sort of thing. So. <laughs> hey, we can bring the coffee next time. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. yes. I got if we do it coffee. in the morning, if we do it in the morning, I'll have coffee. <laughs> we can definitely you. do that. Um, and then another place that you can actually find song is in our uh, women's empowerment circles. Um, and yes. so generally speaking, we do them every month. Um, we've been on a little break. I think we've told you this, um, in previous, mm-hmm. uh, episodes, but our women's empowerment circle is led by Michelle song, just and myself. Um, and essentially we meet together to be in community with other women, empower each other, allow for a safe space to, um, mm-hmm. explore spiritual practices or energetic work such as, uh, sound healing, um, Reiki, um, even art therapy. Art therapy. Yep. Yeah. So, um, we always have links to that below, um, in the, in the episode notes, but mo- most importantly, because of the changes that are happening right now in our world, our next circle is actually going to be a virtual circle. Um, and we're going to have excited. it. A- Yes, we're going to have it more frequently, um, and we'd love for you guys to join. If you want to um, find a community where you can connect, um, and it's lonely being home by yourself. I'm here with Magic, my cat, so he can't really help me with breathing exercises. (laughs) (laughs) He may hit at you a couple of times, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, you can definitely join us in in the circle, and it's going to be amazing. And so um, kind of to wrap up today, I think um, I certainly gained a lot from this conversation. I think we'll continue to have more conversations around how we manage this time right now with uh, Mm -hmm. coronavirus, with COVID-19. Um, and how we can be there for each other and raise the energy right now because fear yeah. and anxiety and all these emotions that, yeah, we're going to feel because we're human. Um, but I think to get through this to the other side, to that huge transformation, we talked about Aquarius and Saturn and all these energetic shifts that are happening. They're happening collectively to all of us um, for the betterment of our species, the betterment of our our souls, right? So how do we come out of that? Not being crazy people who hoard uh, toilet paper, <laughs> but instead, <laughs> instead crazy people who support and love one eno- one another, um, and and help each other out in in times of need. Um, just being a collective family, which we are, and I think that's what we, we truly want to see in the world. So, um, mm-hmm. 
uh, that's it for, for me. Chip, any any last words or, or Song, anything you want to leave us off with before we close out the episode? Well, I just want to thank Song again for, you know, coming and being a part of our, our this episode and, you know, yes. offering your expertise. And, of course, um, can't wait to have you on more episodes and just want to send love and good uh, vibes to everyone listening. You know, we're all in this together and anything that you guys can, can share with us, you know, like let's, let's make sure that we all know we're here for one another. And yeah. Yeah. I just want to say thank you ladies again for having me. It's been a real pleasure and um, you know, let's do a Reiki session for all those uh, on a podcast. We can totally do that, you know, to send out good vibes. So awesome. We will take you up on that offer. And so listeners, please share this episode, comment on this episode, rate us on iTunes, share us on Spotify. Uh, Look us up. We're at IG. Yes. DM us. Send us your IG stories. We know you have plenty of time on your hands because you're home. So you have (laughs) no excuses. Um, And we will always get back to you um, and with any questions that you have. So please do reach out. Um, And that being said, this is New Spiritual York. My name is Yuremi. My name is Michelle. Thank you for joining. Bye, guys.